Welcome to another episode of the Scriptural Cliff Note Sessions. Hello, everyone, and welcome back. Um, this is not a lesson. It's just some announcements that I would like to say. Um, as I continue to um, try to get this platform in some type of order, <laughs> I am going to be delivering messages periodically and giving um, everyone some encouragement. I just felt like we needed that, especially during these times of uncertainty. So for those of you who have um, been here and those of you who are new, welcome. I just have some announcements and then um, I'll sign off. Um, the first thing I want to say is that I will be uploading some scriptural jewels for um, a few simply for two reasons. Number one, um, I already told you I'm trying to work on that how the devil fools the whole world in everywhere. I'm trying to work on that. I have so much information that I want to be able to deliver it to you maybe in two hours because I have a whole lot of stuff. And since the devil fools the world in every way possible, I have to be really strategic in giving you that information. Okay, that's number one. And number two, there's some, I already said before that I don't like um, reinventing the wheel. There are some people that are right on time with their teachings and I listen to them too. And I think that it's really important that we collectively um, also listen to what they bring to the table. If I feel that a certain lesson is so powerful that it needs to be conveyed on this platform, I will upload it. Thus, the scriptural jewels. It is a scriptural jewel beneficial to you. So that's why it's called a scriptural jewel. Um, I will not do a lesson and somebody else put the lesson up that I know that they did a really good job on this lesson. I will not do a lesson. I will just upload their lesson. A lot of times I ask them, but if not, I always put the um, a disclaimer because it's not my stuff. So, you know, I'm, I give the people um, their necessary um, just do. Um, that's gonna be happening because there's a few lessons that are really intricate and it's just best that I work on them and not try to throw anything together. Like I said, I am always getting messages from the most high um the ruach which is the most high for knowledge i'm always getting those messages and i write them down and i have a whole bunch of lessons but these this these two things that i want to work on i there's two things that i need to work on and one of them is how the devil fools the whole world and before i give you that there's something else i gotta give you in regards to the devil before i can give you that so those are the two things i need to give you and once i give you that then that piece i don't have to include so that's why I'm just trying to do it on top of everything else I'm doing. I mean, I am really busy, which brings me into the next point that I want to make. I am someone who um, has a garden. 
I raise um, vegetables and fruit. You know, I do a garden every year. So um, I want to say that in today's times, I already told you that we're living in times of uncertainty. And one of those things that's uncertain is food insecurity. So if you've heard anything on social media or the regular news in regards to food insecurity, that means we're already deep in the mess. So my suggestion to you is to learn to plant. Those people who I'm talking to, I don't know if you're living in a rural area. I don't know if you're living in an urban area. I don't know if you're living in a suburban area. I don't know where you live in it. And I don't know what your socioeconomic status is. But I will give you this information. If you are living in an apartment, if you are living in a house, if you're living in anywhere you're living, you are uh, able to get plants and learn how to plant. If you could go buy a plant and learn how to raise that plant, that would be good. If you never had a plant before, learn how to plant, okay? If you learned a simple plant, learn how to plant, okay? Um, because there's food insecurity, nobody, nobody is going to, um, at this time, just going to give some uh vegetables and stuff away. Now, I know that um, over the years, the government um, and, and non-for-profit organizations do give out food and stuff like that if there's emergencies, but even the non-profit organizations and the um, soup kitchens and stuff, they're running out of food too, simply because everybody's running out of food. So how can they give you something that they don't have? It's not like, oh, yeah, there's food there, but because poor people don't have the money to buy it, you can get it from the soup kitchen. And I, I'm not knocking it at all, okay? Um, I was a civil servant for many years, and that's something we do. And even me as um, a human being, I understand the power of sharing and stuff. And even as we go through the scriptures, that's what the Most High wants you to do, to share, he don't want you to um, be selfish and go, oh, this is mine. You're going to have to get your own. And that's how the world is. That's why the Most High said, if you're a friend of the world and you're not a friend of his. With that being said, um, if anyone lives a mile, two miles, five miles from a dollar store, go to the dollar store. This is the time of planting in the dollar store. They have huge containers. And I mean huge, Okay. I'm somebody who frequents the dollar store. They have huge containers and they also sell seeds for a dollar. Learn how to plant a seed. Learn, learn how to plant a seed. As a matter of fact, the instructions are on the back of the seed. I don't care if it's a regular flower or it's, or it's a fruit or vegetable, learn how to do that. Now there, there's a lot of things to know when you become a gardener. And I'll just give you a little piece because people, a lot of people just think they could just throw that plant or throw that seed in that plant and just plant. No, there's so much to learn in regards to being um, someone who's able to grow vegetables and fruit. It's not that hard, but you do need to know some things. And I'll just give you a little bit of information. A little bit of that is to know what zone you're in. 
So if you're living on the East Coast, if you're living on the West Coast, if you're living on the Midwest, the Mideast, the North, the South, you need to know what zone you're in. A lot of times you can look that up online. And based on your zone, those are the vegetables that grow and the fruit that grow better in your area. So that's something that you need to know. Number, uh, number two, um, at this time, we're in early spring, actually the first day of spring, which was the spring equinox, um, was the 20th of March, okay? Daylight savings time was the week before that, which was the 13th. And I know there's a lot of people that don't have daylight savings time, but in the area that I'm in, I'm in the New York area, we have it in the eastern um, in the eastern area of the United States, we have daylight savings time. And I don't really want to go into that because that's not my message. But the message is learning how to plant. I don't care what it is, if it's a pepper, if it's a bean, if it's a piece of corn, if it's anything, learn how to plant it. Um, our ancestors were planters. All of our ancestors were planters. Or some people just went and they searched for meat and all this. I'm trying to say this to you because there's going to be a time when we're not going to have it, when the stores are not going to have it. And I'm sure you have been to the store, anybody within the sound of my voice have been to a store and there's things that they're not able to get. There's so many things going on right now. Not only is there war over there, and I say over there because it's not here, but I need you to understand that everything affects everything else. So even if you're looking at, oh, okay, well, the war's not here, it's over there. But if you notice, um, if you drive a car, the, um, the oil prices, the gas prices, the food prices, everything is going up simply because uh, um, now in the United States, we don't do stuff for ourselves because the United States thinks that they could use money to buy something for somebody else. But if you pissing somebody else off, they don't care how much money you have. You're not going to get it. So that's what's happening now. When things go awry, and I, this is the point of me saying that we living in a time of uncertainty, People are not playing um, well with one another. People are being very um, horrible to one another. People are being barbaric to one another. And what do I mean by barbaric? By bar, uh, being by bar barbaric, sorry. Um, what I mean is there are certain people and certain nations that are able to come together and reason with one another. And that's what we're supposed to be as human beings. But then there's some people that always live by one mantra, mantra, and that is to bully and bogart other people's stuff. Now, I don't have to tell you who does that. You know, if you got two brain cells that work well, you understand who's doing what. Sometimes you can't, well, it's not sometimes, you just can't go around bullying people and telling people what to do. And it's coming back. And there's a lesson that I did about um, quote unquote karma, which is really the most highest rule of sowing and reaping. That's his law, sowing and reaping. What you do is gonna come back to you. I did a lesson on that and I'm telling you that it's coming back in the United States. It's coming back because using force and trying to bully people does not work. And I know you heard of the saying, um, you catch more flies or bees with honey than vinegar. The United States has been vinegar to everybody. And there's a lot of other countries that's also vinegar. So if you go into people with venom, venom, venom all the time and not trying to reason and reach their reasoning, 
then things are not going to work well. It's getting to the point that there's other people that's going to use the same tax tactics on you that you're using on them. And a lot of times, um, United States, they try to tell other people what to do and how to treat their people and how to do this when the United States don't even treat their own people good. Now, I'm not I'm not going against the United States, okay? I'm not going against them. But right is right and wrong is wrong, which brings me back to the plants. If you have a small yard, if you have a front yard and you're able to do plants, if you have a, um, a patio, if you have a large enough window, if you have a kitchen window and a counter, learn how to plant some. I don't care if the container or the pot is small. I don't care if it's medium size. I don't care if it's large. You are able to plant something if you have a little bit of dirt and you can get all this from the dollar store. Now the dollar store went up 25 cents. So now it's a dollar and 25 cents store. But even if you can get, and they have, I think six or seven, it might even be eight to 10 pounds of dirt for a dollar 25. And this is actual planting dirt. Okay, if you have a plastic cup and you put a little bit of holes in the plastic cup, you will get a garden. I'm just telling you, um, learn how to plant stuff because we are running out of things because other countries are not going to service us, number one. And a lot of stuff has been happening, not now, but they've been happening since 2016. And we're seeing the ripple effects of it without going into all of this stuff. Just know that learning how to plant is going to feed you and your family, okay? Learning how to plant is going to feed you and your family and just do this too. A lot of people say, oh, well, where are we gonna get seeds? Where are we gonna do this? The dollar store sells seeds and I mean all kinds of seeds. Go to the dollar store, it's 25 cents for a bag of seeds. Do you know how many um, seeds are in one bag? Enough for many years really, because all you put in the dirt is three seeds. That's all you put in it. So if you have 100 or 200 seeds, you have years worth of planting seeds. I'm only saying this for your own information, okay? There, like I said, there's uh, growth containers in the dollar store. There's dirt in the dollar store. There's um, tools that you use to dig up the... Um, dirt and stuff in the dollar store. Everything you need for a garden is in the dollar store. You don't have to go to Lowe's or um, Home Depot to get this stuff. The dollar store. Yes. And I'm going to tell you this. Like I said, I frequent the dollar store. Many of the, and I've been planting for years now, almost five years. Okay. Now I've never been a planter and my thumb has always been brown. <laughs> But my mother, y'all bless, her, her thumb was green. So I had to learn and think about all the things that my mother did. You know, you, I would just say this because I'm only going to refer to myself, not other people, because I can't answer for other people. But I know when I was young and I was little with my mother, my mother didn't have to do nothing to a plant. And I'm telling you, that thing will flourish all over. I never had that um, ability. Before my mother, you know, after my mother passed away, well, before my mother passed away, I would watch her do certain things, but it never really, you know, I, it wasn't a priority to me. I, I um, acknowledged the plants that she grew. I acknowledged the fact that she was able to grow a plant with little effort. And I 
I understood and respected the fact that she had that green thumb. But after she passed away, I had to really sit and think, how did my mother do this? I know she didn't really do too much. So I had to learn, and this was many years, I had to learn, because I would even kill a cactus. Who, who kills a cactus? Who? But I would actually kill a cactus. Like there was no plant that was safe around me. And praise y'all, it took a while for me to really sit and think about how this woman sat up here and made a plant grow. So fast forward, because that was like almost 30 years ago. Fast forward, I have learned to plant and I thank Yah, I praise the most high and give him glory simply because I sat and I learned how to do it. Not only because I'm a researcher and, I, and an investigator. So not only have I researched and investigated how to, um, to grow a garden and to maintain a plant, I am able to teach you what I know. And this is what I mean about ministering. Ministering is a, um, something that you learn and you're able to teach what you learn. It's like a teacher because you're learning something, you're maintaining something, you're retaining, and you're um, able to teach what you know. And that's what I'm telling you you will be able to, and trust, trust the process, number one, and trust and respect the, the life of the plant, because the most high makes everything grow. He does. And actually I could do a lesson on just planting because you, you have this seed and a lot of times you have a seed, right? And you're looking at this seed, like a pumpkin seed, a sunflower seed, any seed, but that's not what it is. What's inside the seed is what's going to grow. So this seed is dead because it's protecting itself against the elements. But once you put it in the dirt, it dies. Literally, it's dead. And it has to open up to, become a, to come alive. And that's scriptural. Okay, but we're not going to get into that. Maybe I, one day I will talk about that because the Most High um, has many metaphors about uh, gardening. So gardening is gardening is important so like i said we are living in a time of uncertainty and learn how to plant before all hell breaks loose and hell is already broken loose but you really don't see the flames yet you just know when people are starting to say it over social media and in the news you already know something already went down you already see it that there's not enough supplies in the supermarkets there's not enough supplies in any store it's not a lot of supplies not what you're used to seeing and even if you just say oh yeah well it's only a little bit of stuff that's not that's missing okay that might be in your area but what in other what about in other people's area and not only that it's going to get to a point if it's if you're able to see a little bit or enough to pay attention to it then now is the time to um stock up on food you should have been doing that and to learn how to plant. Because when there's no more food left, all you have is planting. Learn how many days certain plants come to their full um, adulthood. Learn that. Learn how um, your zone, learn how, um, how far along it takes for you to plant something, like I said, from seed to adulthood so you could harvest it, learn how, and learn what plants 
go into your region that are quickly grown. Because there's some plants that only take 20 days, 30 days, 40 days, that's it. Um, there's some plants that are able to feed you in a certain amount of time, yes. And it could be microgreens, which are very healthy for you. Now, I'm, I'm not gonna give you a, a growing lesson. I can, but I'm not going to. I'm just letting you know, if you've um, acknowledged or are able to see that certain things are not on the shelves, things are missing and stuff like that, learn how to plant, number one, hurry up and run and buy seeds. If you go to the dollar store today or tomorrow, if you run and you go to that dollar store and you see plants, I don't care if it's a string bean, it's a pepper, is this, go run and get that, get that bag of dirt and get that little pot and learn how to grow. Because say like there's nothing else here, right? And you have to learn, you have to grow. Now you got now, and you never did it before. Your trial and error is going to hurt you. Your trial and error is going to hurt you. If you're learning how to do stuff right now and say like, um, y'all forbid, next year there's no food and you got those seeds and you got this. Say like you already learned how to plant this year. Then you'll know how to plant next year. You'll know that in 20 days or whatever it is, this plant is going to give me some food. You already learned how to do it. If you start this year, you already learned how to do it and you already know what to do and what not to do. You know that um, you shouldn't be fertilizing it too much and you know you shouldn't be watering it too much and this and that. You'll know these things now. But if you don't do it now, and later on, you got to do or you got to do it. It's going to be a lot of trial and error and it's not going to be fruitful to you, meaning it's not going to be beneficial, beneficial to you. So learn how to do stuff now. Like I said, learn how to um, plant something and maintain something. And that goes for fruits and vegetables, because I'm telling you, like I said, I've been doing it for uh, four or five years, successfully three years, successfully three years, five years. Two years was trial and error. Two years was trial and error. And successfully three years. And I can teach you how to do a container garden. And that's what I do because I don't have land to do my own stuff. I got a huge deck and it's full of containers. And I'm telling you, I'm growing fruit, food. Not only fruits or not only vegetables, I'm growing fruits too, okay? I'm going to tell you some of the things I have grown. And I'm just talking about the fruit. Watermelons, at container garden, watermelons and um, cantaloupe in a container garden. Uh-huh. And then um, blueberry, I have trees too. I have blueberry tree, I have raspberry tree, and I have blackberry tree. And every year they spring up. And, you know, you have to maintain them in the winter too. And it takes, um, it takes time, you know, uh, learning how to plant and stuff, it takes a lot of energy and time and attention. I already told you it takes all that. But if you give it all of that, it's going to feed you. I'm not even gonna talk about the vegetables because praise you, vegetable, all kinds of vegetables, all kinds of vegetables. And um, number one, I don't eat all kinds of vegetables, but I have grown vegetables that I don't eat. But there's some vegetables that I would like to eat, but simply because I can't stand bugs, I can't stand dealing with bugs. I will not grow certain vegetables because certain bugs attract, you know, are attracted to those vegetables and I will not go out there. 
to harvest or do anything. I make my husband do it, which I should get away from. I do not like bugs. I mean, when I go out there, I'm like a whole beekeeper. You know how the beekeeper puts all of that stuff all over their body with the gloves? That's how I am when I go out there and get my vegetables and fruit because I can't stand bugs or the thought of a bug getting on me. Yep, that's how I am. But anyway, I'm saying this to say, please learn how to plant some. Please learn how to plant some. Now, I know you say it. Well, if we learn how to plant some, it still ain't gonna grow. It brings me to get food, get food and store it, get food and store it. You are at the point right now that you can get food and store. You can go to the supermarket when they have a can-can sale or whatever it is, get food and store it. And I'm gonna give you a little FYI too. Um, it used to be when you get canned goods and I know canned goods are not the best for you. For me, for me, this is just me. I always take, if I don't get fresh, I always get fresh and I'll freeze it myself. I know it's uh, fresh. If I don't get fresh, which is, that's number one, then I will get something in a bag. I will get fresh um, vegetables in a bag. And then, you know, I'll, um, I will, um, sometimes I can grow vegetables from that. And that's just a whole different thing. When you start learning how to plant, um, if I don't do that, then I will get canned vegetables. And I usually get canned vegetables because when we when we grew up, we grew up on canned vegetables. I mean, we had fresh too, but it was more canned because it was so many of us. I grew up with a, in a large family. So um, it used to be that a canned vegetable would last like a year, like the uh, best buy date or best uh, buy date or use by date would be maybe a year. Like if it was, you know, back in the 80s, if it was um, 1980, then it would be the best buy date or the date on the can would be um, 1981, like that, or 1982. Um, it would be like that. So um, even though you looked at that, you said, okay, well, yeah, I could, heave, I could leave it up here until I'm ready to do it. But a lot of times we didn't because we used canned vegetables. But today, because there's a shortage of the uh, materials to make the cans, what they do is that best buy or best use by date is four years ahead. It went from one year or two years to four years ahead. So I'm saying to you, if you are buying, and this is the best thing to do, because you already know that uh, fresh vegetables and frozen vegetables are perishable items. Yes, you could buy that too, but buy your cans too. Because I'm going to tell you what, when it comes down to not having no food, what would you do? Would you eat a canned vegetable or eat nothing? Which one would it be? That's what I'm saying. People, you know, they snub their nose, oh, I don't really eat cans. But guess what? If there wasn't nothing else, you'd eat it. So what I'm saying to you, even if you're not used to or partial to eating canned vegetables, there's nothing wrong with canned vegetables. What they do is they either they flash, um, oh, I forgot what they call it. Um, it's like a flashing and I forgot the actual name and they make it, say like you wash off the vegetable and you boil it for a minute and it looks really green. What they do, they'll take that and either they'll, um, put it in the can and they do some kind of canning. I can't explain to you exactly how it works, but just know that it, the vegetables were nice and fresh before they put it in there. So um, just know that they're good vegetables and look on the back of the vegetable. It, it should have only one or two ingredients. 
that vegetable water and salt or water and some type of preservative to make it still um, 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 firm enough for you to eat. Make sure you have enough vegetables for yourself and your family. That's what I'm saying. If you, if you um, can't, if you absolutely feel like you cannot grow anything, stock up, stock up. Because the difference between not eating and eating something is a huge difference, okay? And we are living in a um, time of uncertainty. You already see that the, um, the shelves are not as stocked as they used to be. And there's now announcements on the news that food insecurity is here. Now, I want to tell you one more thing before I go into something else. Food insecurity, depression, famine. What's the difference? Food insecurity means, and remember words are important. I already told you, this is why I break down words and define words. Words are very important. Semantics, very important. The devil uses words, the most high uses words, and they, they are flaming swords. That's what words are. Food insecurity, what does food insecurity mean? It means, that food is not secure. That, that means that food, there's, there, uh, there are going to be shortages. There are shortages some places. Now, nobody on the news is gonna get up and tell you there's food shortages. No, they're gonna make it cute and they're gonna say food insecurity. That's what they're gonna say, okay? And, and matter of fact, I'm, gonna ready, I'm getting ready to do a message on insecurity, but I'm not gonna do it right now. I already told you I'm gonna be doing, um, uh, scriptural jewels and all the rest of that stuff is going to be later and i need you to be able to listen to that but anyway food insecurity is basically telling you that food there's a food shortage without telling you oh go stop up they will never say that you know why because they're going to cause a panic they're never going to say it that's number one number two the government really don't care about you they just care about themselves honestly so they're not going to tell you nothing because if they really did and they respected people then they would tell them the truth and they never did. Throughout the whole time you've been alive or anybody else, they never tell the truth. If they telling you something and they making it nice and cute, it's already hit the, it hit the fan, okay? So I'm telling you, if they making an announcements on TV and say there's food security, insecurity, it's been it. And just FYI, it's been like that since 2016. Now you're starting to see it. Since 2016, it's been like that. So I'm not going to go into the history of that, but I'm letting you know now. Okay. Um, so um, make sure that you have enough stock for yourself and for your family. And I'm going to say this, 101 years ago, there was a famine, AKA a depression. 101 years ago, there was a depression. So you ask yourself, could a depression or a famine or food insecurity be possible? Yes. I already told you that the world works in a circle. What happened there will happen again. That's Ecclesiastes. Okay. Solomon, who was the, I'm not going to say smartest, but he was the most knowledgeable, the most, the one who had the most wisdom. He said, everything works in a circle. And what happened then is going to happen again. It's going to be a time for everything. And there will be a depression. There will be a depression. I'm telling you, there will be. 
okay? I don't know what it's going to look like. I don't know what it is going to be like in this atmosphere. But I'm telling you, 101 years ago, there, there was one. And throughout history in different areas of the world, it's always been. We just don't pay attention to it. So it, there, it, not only is there um, a possibility, <laughs> there's a probability, okay? If there's a possibility and a probability, then it's gonna be. So just take care of yourself and um, make sure that you are ahead of the curve, which is going to, oh, one more thing I'm gonna say. Try to, um, in regards to plants, try to, when you're trying to learn how to take care of a plant, try to include some regular plants also, because not only is there food insecurity, there's also the a poor air quality. For those people, and I don't know if people I'm talking to have um, allergies, asthma, whatever it is, I always grew up with allergies, so I know how to control my allergies. I know what comes. I know how to prepare for it simply because it's been here all my life and I had to learn how to do it. Now, I also noticed that there's people who never had an allergy. So if you never had allergies, you never had to pay attention to whether somebody's suffering or not. You can't relate to whether somebody's suffering and you never had to worry. But I'm going to tell you this. The whole world is um, polluted. Mm -hmm. It's getting polluted. The Most High said that the heathens is messing up the world. I already did many lessons on that. You can go to Daniel and you can go to Revelation and it will tell you that the, um, the, the Gentiles slash heathens, the powers that be, I would say, destroyed the earth. So what does that look like? Not only is there food insecurity with people not sharing, a lot of things are not growing. That's number one. Like I said, 2016 has started. The crops started failing. 2016, that's when it started. Why did they fail? Because of the weather, because of the up and down and all of that, because of pollution, everything affects everything else. So you pollute in the earth, the earth is reacting and now certain crops won't grow. Because certain crops won't grow, we are out of a crop that we depend on. So we have to go to another crop. The other crop is being dependent on so much for the whole world that is running out of that. This is how it's snowballing. So I'm just giving you a piece of what's happening. Now, I want you, because the earth is polluted, there's a lot of pollution. People who have never had um, allergies, they're getting them now. They don't know why they have allergies. You may even have gone to be tested, like my husband, and they tell you, oh, there's no allergies. But as soon as something happens, they are having um, um, allergy symptoms. And I'm telling you, the reason why they are is because the earth, the air is not, um, the air quality in the United States is not good. Now, in many other countries, it's horrible, horrible. Even in California, when you see all this smog and thickness, that's poor air quality. Who can breathe with that? My suggestion to you is get plants. Mm -hmm. Plants. Get plants and put them strategically all over your house. Now, there are some plants that grow in the house and don't need light. Do some research and get those plants in your house. You need to, especially if you have children or even for yourself, yourself and your children, learn how to plant and how to maintain a plant and get a plant that um, is really self-sustaining like a cactus. And like I said, uh, the reason why I killed the cactus is because I kept watering it. 
I didn't know what I was doing. But learn how to um, learn how to um, maintain a, a, a plant that's pretty much self-sufficient. And there are many plants that you could just leave there and water once every two weeks or once a month and they will flourish. What a plant does without giving you a whole science uh, lesson. The plant takes in carbon dioxide. It needs it. That's what you breathe out. You see how perfect the most high is? That's why he puts fields and forests and jungles and all that together for our protection. But what do humans do? They cut it down for their own selfish needs. This is why we have the problems we have. So a, a plant, any plant, takes in carbon dioxide. That's what you breathe out. And they breathe out or they discharge oxygen. Praise Yah, hallelujah. Did you hear what I said? They breathe out or they give off oxygen. That's what you need to live. So you're giving the plant what it needs to live and the plant is giving you what you need to live. Tell me the most high ain't perfect. Praise y'all, hallelujah. That's what you need to give the most high praise for, okay? That's a blessing, the most high. When the most high say, I give you all the blessings, we don't even think about all the blessings that the most high gives us. And that's another lesson that I will be doing, okay? Um, just know that the Most High loves us and the Most High does everything for us, but we ourselves tear up everything. That's why the Most High say, yeah, I'm a, um, it's gonna be a certain time that I'm gonna let y'all do whatever you need to do. And then I'm gonna come down here and wipe all this away because I am sick and tired of all y'all. Mm -hmm. That's what he said. Not in so many words, but you know, that's what the scriptures are saying. Now I'm going back. So get a plant and learn how to plant. That's my suggestion to you. My last thing, what I want to say is I want to be able to give you encouragement. And that's in regards to advice, friendly advice on getting plants, learning how to plant, and learning how to take care of yourself during this time of uncertainty because other people are not going to do it for you, number one. Number two, we already see everything that's going down and you want to be proactive. You do not want to be reactive because we don't have that luxury. We don't have the luxury of being reactive. And what do I mean by that? Okay, when there's no more food, everybody's scrambling to get it. That's reactive. You already see the signs. So when you're seeing the signs, be proactive and say, you know what? I need to get X, Y, and Z before it ain't none. And I'll give you a perfect example, toilet paper. While the whole world is scrambling for food because they on lockdown, what do the United States do? Toilet paper. Since they on a frenzy, and you know the United States, everybody mimics the United States. Everybody will run and do the same thing the United States do. I don't know why they do that, but they do. You should be looking for food. You shouldn't be looking for toilet paper. And I understand toilet paper is important, but guess what? There was a time there wasn't toilet paper. What do people use? Think about that. I just say that to say, make sure that you're able to sustain yourself if anything else happens. Y'all forbid we go on another lockdown. You need to have enough food. There will be a depression. So you still need to have enough food. There will be a depression. I'm telling you, there will be a depression because we're going into it now. It's been like this since 2016. Everybody just not, um, many people have not paid attention to it until now. And this is one of the things I said to people that I know and trust to um, store up food. I've been saying this since 2016. It is now 2022. This is what some of the stuff I've been saying to people. And the first thing somebody will say when they really don't trust what I'm saying or they 
their spouses or whoever, what they would say is, oh, she's crazy. Don't pay attention. And now look, I already said that the, um, the Most High is dealing with me. I already said that the Ruach is dealing with me. In the middle of the night, I was having dreams. In the middle of the night. When I say in the middle of the night, years ago, in the middle of the night, I was having dreams. And I kept having the same dreams over and over and over. Not only with numbers, but with stuff happening. And it was so real that it scared me. So I was talking to my husband and I'm saying, something's happening. So I had to just start praying and asking the most high, if this is something that you're trying to tell me, help me to understand what it is. Cause I don't understand no mysteries. I need you to tell me straight off what's gonna happen. So all this stuff started coming to me, not only in my dreams, in my subconscious, cause that's how the most high deals with you. He already said, he's not gonna deal with you straight out. He only dealt with um, with um, Moses and, um, and um abraham straight off you don't deal with nobody else straight off and after them he he went to the prophets and he did it in dreams and stuff like that but like i said the most high was dealing with me in various ways i kept seeing the same stuff over and over and like i said common sense is not common the most high got to give you common sense because it's spiritual so i was making the connections in a spiritual way and then i was talking with my husband and stuff and then i just kept watching I kept watching what was going on in the earth. I kept watching what was going on in the earth and things kept coming together. And that's how I knew since 2016. That's how I knew stuff was going down. I knew this stuff since 2016, okay? Certain people knew before me, certain people look at the signs, certain people watch stuff. I knew this stuff since 2016, I knew it, okay? I already told you just now how I came to know it. So, and I'm going to tell you this, the Most High said he's going to pour his spirit um, out on all flesh and they're going to be prophesying, they're going to be dreaming dreams, they're going to be discerning, which is common sense. They're going to be doing all kinds of stuff. And he said that a long time ago. So people have it, okay? People call it, um, you can call it common sense, you can call it discernment, you can call it um, 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 intuition, you can call it anything you want, but the Most High is dealing with you. So whether you uh, pay attention to it or you ignore it, it's up to you. Me, I pay attention to it. So if I need to tell other people, I will tell other people. So that's how I came to know. So please um, learn how to plant and keep some plants in the house. Okay. Um, and they make a difference. The most high does not do things willy nilly, honey. A plant will save your life. Yes, it will. Because a lot of times when you um, keep your... Um, keep your window, excuse me, when you keep your windows closed in the house, it's more detrimental to you because the air is not moving. Number one, excuse me, number one, the air is not moving. Number two, this is if you don't have plants in your house. Number two is more polluted. What do you have in your house? You have all kinds of machines going. You got all kinds of stuff happening in the house. You might have fruit in the house. They give off um, oxidation and all kinds of stuff is in the house. See, people don't think about that. When stuff not moving, if you have pets, all that stuff is in the house. But if you have plants, the plant will suck up all that. The plant likes it and it will thrive with all that. You never have to open up a window if you have plants. So that's what I'm trying to tell you. And I'm gonna tell you this too. If you got a plant in your house and you bring it into a certain room or whatever, and that plant dies, something's going on in your house because the plant ain't supposed to die like that. It thrives off those things. If that plant is dead in a couple of days, something's going on in your house. And then you got to do other things. And I'm not going to go into that, but maybe one day I will, because I do know how to uh, get that out. 
But um, if you have any questions in regards to that, then you could upload a question. But um, I'm not going to go into it, this. I just had these certain announcements that I believe that people should know. Now, the last thing I want to say is um, I want to give you some words of encouragement. And I, um, like I said, um, the 20th was um, supposed to be the first day of spring. And I know that we, you know, um, these seasons are changing. So it's very, it's a very good time up for planting um, as we are coming down supposedly from this pandemic, I still want people to be careful. I still want people to be cautious, but I want you to enjoy yourself. Since 2019, about three or four years, we have been cooped up. We have been locked up. We have not been in touch with our families. Go hug somebody. Go call somebody that you haven't called in a while. Go hug somebody. Be around your family. Go have dinner with them. Go, um, have a nice weekend with them. Go take a walk outside. Go take a jog. Go do things right now that uh, yells out spring. You know, go call your girlfriend and go meet her for lunch or have a walk or walk your dog, walk your cat. Walk somebody, sit in front of your stoop for a little while and just take 10 deep breaths. Do something that's going to make you feel good. Do something that's going to make you feel really good. Um, a little bit about myself. I always try to give you a little piece of myself before. Um, in, well, in certain lessons. Um, I've written three books. And um, these books were for um, spiritual edification to... Um, pick up your spirit. And some of the things that I say are from those books. So um, there are some things, like I said, to make you feel better. We have been in some really harsh times recently. Um, I know some of those books that I've written can definitely edify you. Um, there'll be some uh, commercials coming out soon uh, in regards to them and where you can pick them up. But until then, I'm going to say some of the uh, things that um, came from my book. Like I said, um, enjoying yourself, um, great reasons to be cheerful and grateful. Um, you know, um, saying affirmations and reiterate, um, just reiterating those affirmations, they're great pickups. And I wrote a book on quotations and affirmations. Um, I also wrote a book on love, life, and loss. And it tells you a little piece about love, who is the most high, who made us. He is love. He is life. And we're supposed to have that in our everyday. And like I said, life treats, we on a roller coaster in life. Sometimes you're going to be get good stuff. Sometimes you're going to get bad stuff. You really don't know what you're going to get. But throughout all that time, you need to be able to stand um, firm in every situation. And I don't care how high it is and or how low it is you need to be able to stand firm in it and that's some of the things that I write about so what I'm saying to you simply because the last couple of years or few years have been very detrimental to all of us I want you to go hug somebody I want you to give somebody an encouraging word 
Um, I'm hoping somebody can give you an encouraging word. I want you to go out and enjoy yourself. Enjoy the fact that you are alive to see another spring. Enjoy the fact that you are outside and you're able to see the sun, that you don't have any ailments or anything that's going to prohibit you from walking outside. I want you to be able to laugh with your um, partners. Go look at a comedy show or whatever it is to make you laugh because even humor helps you. It helps your health. I want you to be able to be happy. If you have any pets, go rub your pets. Uh, spend five or 10 minutes with your pet and that can make you happy too. I want you to uh, be able to talk with your parents, talk with your friends, talk with your siblings, whoever I want you to be able to enjoy um, every moment of your life and be in that moment. And don't worry about what's going to happen from one minute to another. And that's what the Most High says. Stop worrying about all these things because you can't control them. So I want you to be in the moment with having fun and being positive with yourself. And don't listen to the devil because the devil's always in your ear. Ignore the devil. Cast him out in the name of Yahushua HaMashiach. And I want you to enjoy yourself. We are living in a time of uncertainty. And um, during this time, just grab the gusto. Grab that positivity and run with it. Anytime you can go and just have some good times to your, with yourself or to yourself and reading a good book or just enjoying the sun or walking out or just enjoying the rain because there's some people that like rain. Just enjoying those times with your family and, you know, with yourself, meditating, reading the scriptures, whatever it is, I want you to enjoy yourself and stay in the moment and remember those moments because there's going to be a time when it's going to be stressful. So I want you to be able to take in everything you need to take in so that you can remember those times that you did have a good time and, and that you were in a tranquil place that will put you in a... Um, and a mindset of ease when stress comes. So that's what I want for you. And I want you to enjoy your day. It's Friday, March 25th. The Sabbath is tomorrow. I will see you tomorrow um, doing our Sabbath lesson. And if not, I want you to enjoy your week. So I think I said everything. <laughs> if there's any questions or comments in regard to planting or how important plants are or even, you know, scriptural jewels or anything like that, or even my books that the commercials will be coming out soon, um, upload the question and I'll be willing and ready to answer it. And with that, I will say, enjoy yourself, love your family and yourself, and until next time. Hi, if you like what you're hearing, please hit the follow button so you can be notified when a new lesson is available. You can also upload a question or take a poll for more of your favorite topics. Thanks for listening.